Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Faith's confessions create realities. As far as God is concerned, everything you have or are in Christ is so. He has done it. Everything the Bible says is ours is ours legally. The Bible is a legal document. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching in him on Rama for Today Radio. Also later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Now, so many times, people often ask me about studying the Bible, and although I have many suggestions. Here is the one I present above all others, everywhere I go. Now, my thought is this: find out what God's word says about you, and make that your confession. As a Christian, as a believer, read through the New Testament, primarily the epistles. The epistles you see are the letters written to you, the believer. They're written to the church. As you read, look for all expressions such as "in Christ," "in Him," "in whom," "through Him," and so on. With a colored pencil, underline these expressions. You will find most of them in the epistles. Some of these, however, don't exactly tell you something you have in Christ. For instance, Paul, greeting in one epistle, says, "I greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ." That has the expression in Christ, but it doesn't tell you anything that's yours because you are in Christ. You will also find other scriptures which convey the same message, but do not use the specific phrases in Him and so on. Yet they tell you who you are, or what you are, or what you have, because you are in Christ. Now, when you find these scriptures, write them down. Then meditate on them. Begin to confess them. Begin to say with your mouth, "This is who I am, and this is what I am, and this is what I have in Christ." For you see, faith's confessions create realities. As far as God is concerned, everything you have or are in Christ is so. He has done it. Everything the Bible says is ours is ours legally. The Bible is a legal document, sealed by the blood of Jesus. However, it is your believing it and your confessing it which makes it a reality to you. God wants us to enjoy and know the reality of what He has provided for us, and His Word tells us how to do it. As an example, we see that God has provided the new birth for us, and His Word tells us how that provided salvation becomes real to us. Even though we sometimes talk like this, God saved so and so last night. We know that from God's viewpoint, He didn't just save that person the previous night. He saved him when Jesus was raised from the dead. The man just accepted his salvation last night, and the redemption God has provided years ago 
became a reality to him. Hebrews 9.12, notice, Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. Jesus never has to do that again. He's already done it. The provision has been made. And Romans 10.10 tells us how we obtain the reality of salvation in our individual lives. Romans 10.10, look at it again. Read the verse again. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. It is always with the heart that man believes, and with his mouth he makes his confession unto. When you believe a thing in your heart and confess it with your mouth, then it becomes real to you. Faith's confessions create realities. As you read some of the in Christ, in Him, in whom scriptures, they won't seem real to you. It may not seem as though you really have what these scriptures say you have in Him. But if you will begin to confess with your mouth, because you do believe God's word in your heart, this is mine, this is who I am, this is what I have, then it will become a reality to you. It is already real in the spirit realm, but we want it to become real in this natural, physical realm where we live in the flesh. So remember, as you find these scriptures, to do these five things. Write this down now, don't forget it. Number one, underline each scripture. Number two, write it down. Number three, meditate on it. Now, one writer brought out that in the Hebrew, the word meditate means to mutter. In other words, mutter these scriptures to yourself and then make a bold confession of it. Confess it out loud. And then five, begin to say it with your mouth. Say it out loud. Confess it. Now, notice, uh, let's talk about some of these in him realities. Again, we'll look at Romans 10, 9 and 10. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God is raised from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confessions made unto salvation. Now here's the confession you're to make. I believe in my heart Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe he was raised from the dead for my justification. I confess him as my Lord and Savior. Jesus is my Lord. He is dominating my life. He is guiding me. He is leading me. Of course, the first confession we must make is the confession of Jesus as our Lord. Being born again, becoming the child of God, is the key which unlocks all God's provision and promises to us. Public confession changes our lordship. It defines our position. The confession of the lordship of Jesus immediately puts us under the care, under the protection of the Lord Jesus Christ. He is our shepherd. We have confessed him as Lord, so we can go a step further and confess him as shepherd. 
The 23rd Psalm now belongs to us. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd, you know, in John, the 10th chapter and the 14th verse. I wake up in the morning sometimes confessing, the Lord is my shepherd, I do not want. I do not want for ability. I do not want for strength. I do not want for money. I do not want for anything. The Lord is my shepherd. Now here's another good in him scripture. Acts 17, chapter 28, verse. Acts 17, 28. For in him we live and move and have our being. Now here's the confession that we are to make. In him I live and move and have my being. What a vast storehouse of power. In Christ my Savior and Lord I have life, energy, strength for the impossible task. Then in John the 15th chapter, first part of the 5th verse, uh, he said, I am the vine, ye are the branches. 7th verse, if ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will and it shall be done unto you. Now here's the confession that we are to make. I abide in him. I live in him. He is the vine. I am the branch. The vine is in the branch and the branch is in the vine. His life, the life of God is in me. His nature, the love nature is in me. Just as blood flows through my natural body, his life flows through my inner man. I will let that life and love dominate me. You see, friends, when one is born again, he comes into Christ. This is the only way you can get in him. Then Jesus said, if my words abide in you. Abide means to live. His word lives in me to the extent that I practice it. Many Christians are born again and in him, but his word is not abiding in him or in them. That's why prayer doesn't work for them. The word abides in me in the measure I practice it. I may memorize it, quote it, even preach it without it living in me. That word lives in me only to the measure I practice it. I let that word have free course in me, teaching me, governing me, dominating me. I let that word take the place in my life. I would Christ if he were here in the flesh. And then my favorite in Christ scripture is 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ. Now you see this verse has that expression in it, in Christ. You will find, as you studied, we'll not have time to look at all of them. I'm just going to give you a sample scripture and get you headed in the right direction and let you go. But now you will find a number of such scriptures in the New Testament that has that expression in it, in Christ. In fact, you'll find, oh, 27 or uh, 30 of them or so. And uh, then you'll find the text in him and in the beloved, and in the Lord, and in whom, and by Christ, and by him, by himself, and by his blood, and by whom, and from whom, and of Christ, and through Christ, and through him, and with Christ, and with him, and by me, and in me, in my love, in his name. And uh, look all of these scriptures up. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. If you'd like to find more life-changing resources, then visit rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer. When you call or go online, you'll be able to purchase Kenneth E. Hagen's two CD series, In Him, and Ken Hagen's series, Forget Not. 
purchase these two CD series at the discounted price of $19.95 and receive the mini book in him free with this offer. All these resources are $19.95. That's a $10 savings. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Listen, it's not too early to start thinking about Rama Bible Training College. That's right. And we're having a big spring college weekend here, April the 10th through the 12th, right here, 110-acre campus. You get to tour the campus. Tour the campus, go to... Three lunch different our, classes. And lunch with our staff. Lunch with the staff. Yes. You get to talk with the dean and the instructors. Yes. And there's a job fair and a housing fair. That's so right. all the information that you need to become a Rhema student. And you say, well, what do you teach there? Well, if you want to be in active full-time ministry, we teach that. If you just want to learn more about the Word of God, mm-hmm. that's that's there. There's one whole section that's just just scripture. That's just learn right. the Bible. Yes. And then we have a section called the Helps Ministry, mm-hmm. uh, which you learn how to work and be a part in your in your local church. Uh, you have a regular job, but you work in your local church yes. and a volunteer. But all of that's available. You can go right there. Uh, go to uh, Rama.org and yes. it'll tell you all about the the Rama Bible Training College. We can. So yes. hey, come on out. Call now and ask the operator for this month's special radio offer, two CD series and a free book. Call today, toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or visit rhema.org. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing series. That's tomorrow on Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.